This is a positivity podcast. We will discuss ships of all shapes and sizes. From the pure to the problematic, no ship is off limits. Every ship discussed in this podcast is a work of fiction. It's not real. So therefore, it doesn't really matter. If you don't like the OTP discussed in this episode, why don't you go outside, take a walk, and don't listen to this episode. We'll see you next time. podcast where we talk about OTPs, shipping, one true pairings, and all of that great stuff. Today I have a lovely, lovely guest to talk to us about a live action OTP. Yes, we love the sitcom OTPs on the show, even though we mostly talk about anime, but we love other stuff too. And as I said before, I got a lovely guest here to talk about it. So first and foremost, who are you my special guest? What would you like to be called? My name's Laura and I'd like to be called Laura. Very nice. So, Laura, what are we talking about today? We're talking about David Rose and Patrick Brewer from Schitt's Creek. I gotta say, I'm on, like, the outskirts of Schitt's Creek. I, like, know what it's about, but I've, like, never really watched it. So, for those of us living Ah. under a rock, could you tell us who are these two characters and where do they fit in into Schitt's Creek? (laughs) So, uh, Schitt's Creek the show is about uh, the Rose family who have, you know, have had a lot of money through a company called Rose Video and they end up going bust through a business deal, well, business partner that's not ideal, and um, they end up moving to Schitt's Creek. Um, David ends up, you know, opening a store there where he ends up meeting Patrick, who's moved to Schitt's Creek because he's just left a a long-term relationship, we find out later, and um, they end up going into business together and falling in love and all of that lovely stuff and yeah that's it so the otp is canon yes absolutely it's been a while since we've had a canon otp as well oh really yeah it has yeah absolutely canon oh gosh so we'll definitely get back into that canon privilege later but when was the moment you started shipping these two characters well, funnily enough, I actually started shipping them before I'd even met Patrick. I before I'd even started the show, actually. I I was looking for a show that had, you know, good queer representation and I was searching online for that and I learnt about uh David and Patrick in an article on there and so I I was shipping them before I'd even started the show. Oh, that's so precious. Yeah, so I started because of them, basically. Aw, we love it when the OTP brings you into the show. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. That's so incredible. Wow. (laughs) Oh gosh, wow, that's so cool. So what's a moment then in the canon that got you like really excited to be a part of this OTP when you were there? Like, yes, like this is the canon moment that I wanted and I got it. I think for me, personally, um, when... There's a moment when David and Patrick have sort of split up, been on a bit of a break for a week, and um, David ends up putting himself out there in a really big way for him and um, basically lip syncing to Tina Turner, the best <laughs> in the store that they own together, um, to Patrick, who's sitting on a on a chair. And um, it's just a moment of pure joy and, and love, and it's just it makes you feel so good watching it. And I was just so happy to be watching it and part of it. Like, 
Yeah, it's just a beautiful moment. That's so sweet. Oh my gosh, I love that. So again, I know nothing about these characters. What about like their archetypes? Are they like a good boy and a bad boy? Are they snarky boy and cinnamon roll boy? Like what what are their what are their roles like in this OTP? Well, let's just say I mean David will would describes Patrick as a mid-range denim business wearing business shirt wearing man. So he's fairly uh, a bit more I'm not sure if straight laced is the right term, but um, especially compared to David, who's a bit more eccentric in his um, clothing and possibly ideas and, and things like that, whereas you know, Patrick's slightly more down the line. Um, but they complement each other really quite well in quite beautiful ways. And, you know, they're quite, um, both of them are quite snarky at each other at times and like bantery and, and a lot of like Patrick loves trolling and teasing David and, you know, but they they jump off each other well and and yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Do they ever like play that up in the show? The like the the, the banter and the yeah, like the banter. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like you know, there's times when like you know, well, poor David has to. David ends up volunteering to um, play baseball. Um, <clears throat> for Cafe Tropical, the baseball team on the show, and Patrick, you know, has to see him in a lovely baseball outfit and there's a bit of banter there. And, you know, there's always a bit of banter in between all of them on the show, between, sorry, between David and Patrick on the show, that's for sure. Okay, so what aspects of their relationship do you enjoy? I really enjoy the fact that they do, that they're totally different people, but that they complement each other so well um they are just so you know perfect in a lot of ways that their relationship is so you know mutually beneficial and how they build each other up and support each other and yet they can have the the teasing and the 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 joyous moments and um joyous teasing moments but um that when in the real big times they can be there for each other and, and step up and and be that pillar of support that they need for each other Oh, gosh. But, um, yeah. They have that sort of yin and yang, ebb and, ebb and flow of, yeah. Uh, why do you think people really enjoy those yin and yang OTPs? I think it's nice to kind of see people that are a bit different, be able to, you know, be together and work it out and be in love and, and all of that. And I do think it's also, you know, uh, having people that are opposite, opposite to us in some ways is, is, gives us good balance, and I think it's nice to see that in the relationship as well. And it's nice to see it represented in TV as well. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to see you know what each what each character can bring out of the other person just by being different to them. Right on, right on. All right, so when you are looking for fan content to peruse do you tend to read stuff from one of their point of views versus another one more so or do you kind of split yourself equally among the povs um well when it comes to fanfic i tend i for some reason i tend to read from patrick's point of view a lot of the time but i don't know whether that's just because there may be more of that out there i don't know but um then saying that, I, I, if you were to ask 
me, I find I identify more with David, but when it, when it comes to fic, I tend to read more from Patrick. What are some of like your favorite things that pe- fic writers in that point of view tend to include in their fanfic? Like what's a trope that you see most often? In terms of just Patrick or... Yeah, in terms of Patrick's like... the point of view? Yeah, and Patrick's point of view. Well, I know like for, for, for me with what I particularly like, the, the aspect of Patrick's point of view that I really like is that, you know, in the show he has just left a 15-year relationship with a woman, his you know, fiance, and he's just realised that he's attracted to men and, and um, so a lot of fix sort of navigate and look at that sort of journey for him and how he's gone through that because the show doesn't explore that at all. It's not from his perspective at all. Um, so we just sort of get a snapshot in the show. And so it's great because fic writers have been able to fill in the gaps and sort of provide their idea of, you know, what really happened? Why did Patrick, what was really going through Patrick's head when he left his hometown and moved to Schitt's Creek, you know, to start a new life because he knew he was gay. Like, and I love that sort of exploration. That's really incredible. And it's really cool how fanfic writers are given that space to explore. Because, mm. yeah, I did. I, you know, you are right that the show yes. is from the Rose family's perspective. So I guess mm. you would in canon see more of what David is thinking. Yeah. 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 That's what I love about the show in, in, in general is it does give space for, for people to make up their own minds and ideas and that does lead to wonderful content and fic and things like that. So as I always say, we love the canon. The canon is great, but sometimes we crave a little something extra. So Laura... Have you created anything extra for your OTP? Um, well, I do write thick. I do a bit of writing, but I also like creating, you know, things on on Twitter, like you know, memes and comparison threads. And memes, on, on yes. Like what are some of your yeah. favorite memes that you've made? Oh gosh, I just tend to like hop on trends. <laughs> Right on. If I see, you know, another, another fandom, you know, doing stuff, doing a meme or something that kind of works, and I say, well, how can we appropriate it to Shit's Creek? And then I just sort of flip it over. But yeah, I tend to sort of make like comparison threads and things like that. Like, you know, I've done like David Rose's IKEA products before. Oh my God. Wait. So, what was your favorite uh, one that you've done for the OTP? Favorite thread? Yeah. Um, I have, well, it's kind of impossible to do like David as Patrick or like that because they're just too opposite. But I did do one that was um, Patrick Brewer as rubber thimbles because in the show he wears little rubber thimbles to his, you know, inventory and other business related stuff. And David thinks it's a bit ridiculous and um, thinks that it doesn't actually make you flip the pages faster. And so it's a bit of like a joke that like, you know, um, in there, and then I you compared him to rubber thimbles, and then, which oddly worked. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting and out of the box. I love that. 
I yeah, I quite like out of the box. I quite like out of the box. Right on. So have you written any fan fiction though for the OTP? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about some of that? We can, yes. So what's the fic you are the most proud of? Oh, fic I am the most proud of. Um that is a good question. I tend to write a lot of well, I wrote a a longer AU last year, which I am probably most proud of purely for the fact that I spent a lot of time on it. And it's like forty thousand words, so it was a lot of time put into that. What's it about? It is about, it's an AU, which is interesting because I don't normally read AUs either, but yet I wrote one, um, where David, like the Roses never lost their money, so they still live in New York, and Patrick's, you know, in, in this story, Patrick, instead of moving to Schitt's Creek, he's moved to New York to try and work out, you know, who he is after he left his fiance, and he ends up meeting David there, basically, and David's going through a bit of a sort of rough spell I guess with you know working out what he wants from life because he's sort of he's realizing at that time that the people that he's surrounding himself with probably aren't the greatest people for him and then sort of Patrick walks in and there's like the beaming light of this is how people should treat you type thing and um quite you know romanticized just sort of AU basically and they get together and it's all happy ending That's awesome. Oh, that's so wholesome. I love that. All right. What about one of your favorite canon compliant fics that you've written? There's a few. Canon compliant. I mean, um. You can recommend all of them. (laughs) I could. No, do it. Like, literally, talk about your shit. (laughs) I have one that I really liked that was um, canon compliant that was. Um, a night at Stevie's. So they're f- David and Patrick, when they first get together, they are kind of struggling to have any sort of privacy at all because, you know, they David lives at the motel, so his family are there. Patrick lives with Ray, um, the local real estate slash closet organiser slash photographer slash travel agent. And so they can't really do anything. They're, they, they, they only really have work and so Stevie offers them her apartment for the night and so there's a lot of fix that center around that night because for a lot of people and a lot of people's minds that's sort of the first night they can properly be together and um so one fic I have that I wrote earlier this year was was on was on that on that night and it was just more you know focusing on Patrick sort of you know realizing how sort of new everything sort of is and all these new things that he didn't quite realize he'd you know encounter like chest hair and things like that (laughs) so that one's from patrick's point of view oh my god right on that's so funny oh my gosh you got any others oh yeah probably i've got i've got yeah a fair few but that's probably the ones i'm most proud of nice all right, so are there any really good fanfics that you would like to wreck? Well, I mean, there's ones that, like, everyone loves, like, you know, Swing for the Fences by Non-Toxic, which is a baseball AU, which is just wonderful. Um, I also, there's a fic I love that 
David and Patrick, it's like, it's like, hey, what? it's like they're like an accelerate, like the relationship goes so quickly, it's almost like too quick, but it works so well in this fic. They're like together for five days and they're already so in love, but it's like, it's the most perfect story. It's called Walk of Shame. And it's, I can't pronounce their handle. They are it, I can't pronounce the handle. But it's called Walk of Shame and it's like a 40 chapter eight, um, eight, uh, AU and it's fantastic as well. It's one where Patrick actually already has experience before he meets David. Like David's not the first man he's been with. Oh shit, yeah. that's a lot. So he's already got a notch on his belt before he meets David. <laughs> Very well, you know, sometimes we do be liking to think about stuff in that uh perspective. So that's really cool. Are there any others you can wreck? There's, um, yeah, isn't it funny? I told you I pretty much like canon compliant. Yeah, I'm all wrecking all AUs. <laughs> There's one called Incorrect, which is another AU by Lisa Mc21. It's a Maldives um, AU where like David is a interior designer for some fancy show and he's a celebrity and Patrick's a celebrity because he's a baseball player, but they don't know each other because Patrick doesn't know interior designers and David doesn't know baseball players. And so they meet in the Maldives, both wanting a, a getaway, and they end up having, you know, a week together, um, pretty much mostly in bed, um, in and around the Maldives <laughs> for a week. And it's a it's a fantastic series. It's beautifully written. Nice. You can wreck a couple more. Oh, I know one. There is one that I absolutely love that is... Um, Five. I don't remember the exact name of it right now, but it was like five ways that um, Patrick grew up. Like five ways that <clears throat> sorry, five things that Marcy Brewer, who is Patrick's mum, like learnt about Patrick, you know, after he he came out, which sounds strange, but it's like little things that like you know David and Patrick go to stay with the Brewers, his parents for the weekend or whatever, and. Um, there's all these like five things that she learns about him and it's little vignettes so five little snapshots and it's just really perfectly written and um, little things you wouldn't sort of you know think of about you know things that she'd learn about herself when she hasn't lived with him for so long and yeah it's just a really beautifully written story. All right so do you have any fan artists that you would like to recommend? I, my favourite one doesn't actually do fan art anymore, so. <laughs> There's Spark, Sparkles, Magic, Light and Love um, is their name. I think they Here Comes the Honesty on Tumblr, but they used to have a Patreon that was amazing and I subscribed to that and, yeah, they, they. Well, but at least we can still look at it, you know? That's, yeah. All right, cool. So. When you are looking for the good Dave Pack content to consume, do you tend to gravitate more towards Canon Compliant or AU? I don't know. I think we got some contention here. I think we we do. We really do. I, I, I tend to go for Canon Compliant, I think, a lot of the time because it's comfy. Like, I sort of know in a way what I'm going to expect. But then I like the AUs because they get to – they often can explore other things. Like, it's nice – Sometimes seeing Patrick have a different route to get to David than the one he 
we took in the show, you know. Um, so, yeah, and exploring, like, the Roses not losing their money and things like that. But I, I think I'd have to say Cat and Compliant. Are there any, like, moments in the canon that you especially like to read fan fiction about? Um, I do really like the First Night at Stevie's ones. Um, and I do also really like post, I actually really like post canon as well. Like, um, when they're living their married life in their cottage. Precious. Um, yeah. Are there any AUs that you really like to see them in or want to see them in? Not that I, I mean, most, I think they've all nearly been, nothing that hasn't already been done. Well, what are the ones you like to see? Well, the baseball AU that I mentioned, that was, that was a love. That was a really good one. Um, I also like, uh, a like bit of coffee like, shop. I, yes, coffee shop. Sorry, thank you. This prompt prompted me. Thank you. Um, yeah, I like um, coffee shop AUs. There is actually a great one of that as well that I really like from another author. Um, I also like... Um, there's another AU where they're in, a, like, a, a, a flower shop. Very cute. And then in terms of, like, I love stuff like sharing a bed and strangers to lovers and, you know, enemies. Oh, enemies to lovers. Not as much as friends to lovers. All right. No, that's really awesome. I do really enjoy all of those uh, tropes as well, so... Very awesome. All right, cool. So we're rounding up to the penultimate question. So is there anything you would like to say about Dave Pat that we have not already said? They are amazing, which sounds ridiculous, but they are. Um, they're just a wonderful couple who have amazing love and care for each other, and they can just be absolutely ridiculous with each other, but yet you can just tell at the end of the day they're just so there for each other, and I love that. They have that, and I love that you can just drift through life knowing that David and Patrick are somewhere in the world, okay? Amen to that. All right, and for my final question, if you could sum up your OTP in three to five words or maybe a short sentence, what would that be? I would say that they complement each other perfectly in the most surprising and unexpected ways. And that is all she wrote. Well, thank you, Laura, so much for coming on the show. Now's the time where you can plug your stuff. So what are your ats? Where can people find you? Um, on Twitter, you can find me at Laura898. Um, AO3 is Days Writer. And then Tumblr is the same, but it's Days Writer 1 because someone else took it. Aww, well, you know, maybe one day you'll get <laughs> it. Okay. And if you like what you heard, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. We have a shit ton of episodes in our backlog about all different kinds of OTPs. Literally at this point, mostly whatever you could think of is probably there. And you can find it on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are readily available and easy to listen to. If you want to support us monetarily, you can mosey on over to Patreon where we have a bunch of cool bonus stuff for our patrons like two extra podcasts, voting privileges, my gratitude, you know, things like that. It's all there at the One True Podcast Patreon. We have a Twitter and a TikTok where we post shit positivity, memes, 
fandom crap, I guess. And all of our links are there. The ad is at the one true pod. And if you want to be a guest on this show, you could always slide into my DMs or you can send me an email at the one true pod at gmail.com. One more time. Thanks, Laura, for coming on the show. And I'll see you all next week. Bye. One True Podcast is made possible in part by the generous support of our patrons. Co, Blessin, Lena, Kennedy, Angie, Lauren, L, Moss, Linky, Liz Lubes, Slumber, Brittany Babbles, Carla Rodriguez, AO3 underscore Faints, Emily Rowe, Roro, Saria, S, Ray, Trip, and a hapless bystander. Thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, David, no, Patrick? Yeah. David. David. <laughs>